Hello, everybody. Chris Michaels. I got a new uh, subject I've been working on for the last, it's really been more than the last few weeks. It's actually been like most of the whole year. And uh, what I'm discovering is that we all have, to various extents, um, whether on a personal level or something much bigger, we all have problems with what I'm calling the perceptions matrix. And um, I'm going to talk a little about that, whether it's a personal uh, matter or whether it goes beyond that. Um, and it does, it does in every aspect, no matter how you look at it. Uh, we have perception problems and perception limitations based on biases and filters and stuff that was programmed into us. And a lot of it is not valid. And it takes a long process to get rid of that and to clear those things out and, uh, and to begin to see things uh, correctly. Uh, in the Bible, something I've been learning in the last couple of years or maybe longer is um, there's a thing about veils. A veil is, think about it, um, in the most uh, relevant that we all understand uh, in a marriage, uh, a woman wears a veil. And if you were um, wearing a veil, uh, for not just a wedding ceremony, but any anyone, if you're wearing a veil, uh, think about it. You can't see clearly through it because there's all this cloth that's blocking your view. So you end up seeing through something else. And what we can relate that to uh, in our topic today is you relate it to... Um, seeing a cloudy image of something or, you know, some, something is blocking your view. There's, there's stuff that's getting in the way and that deals straight with the topic I'm, I'm on today with um, perceptions, biases and filters and programming, whether it's society's programming or your family upbringing, uh, and I hate to say it, a lot of the time it's church programming that is totally wrong. Uh, but it also goes way beyond that into global events programming. And um, it's just, it's a huge topic. I could easily make a series out of this. And I'm, I believe I'm going to come back to this again. But um, so here's something that um, kind of uses an anchor point. If you have not seen any of the Matrix movies, uh, that's a good starting point. And it was only like sometime earlier this year where I started hearing uh, people say it's it's a documentary. It's not fiction at all. It's it's a real life documentary. Now sometimes if you're trying to figure out okay what does that really mean, you start going through all the details of all the movies, especially uh, the fourth one that just came out. I actually saw that, and um, you know if you try to go off all the details and say well how does this connect with reality? How does that part connect with reality? Um, at first, you may not be able to do that, um, but the more you find out, say, for instance, I have this Telegram channel that some of you know about. I'm posting a ton of stuff there. I started earlier this year, and then a few months ago, I wiped out the channel, and then I restarted it. Um, but every time I post links to topics that I have uh, posted there in my emails I send out, I keep getting more and more people. It's a small group. That's okay. Um, it's not really the time for me to have a large audience right now, and, and that's okay. So don't let that um, fool anyone. Um, it's it's fine that I have a small group. I don't I don't like big groups. They cause problems. So anyway, um, 
I'm going through my notes here. I'm going to try to stay on track. Uh, so anyway, the Matrix movies. If you're going down through all the details and all the events and the scenarios, you know, in the plots in those movies, you, initially you may not even have any idea. Like, how does this connect to reality? You might think it's fiction. And I used to think there was a such thing as science fiction movies. There's no such thing as a science fiction movie. It's actually all truth in plain sight in so many ways you have no idea. And this whole year, this past 2021, has been my big eye-opener. Remember, I have that blog uh, that I wrote earlier this year about the eye-opening dream and the process that led me on. And it was uh, very shocking and very disturbing in a lot of ways because I, it was not my time to be following that over the last few years. I mean, I picked up on bits and pieces, but it, it just wasn't my time to get into that. God had me in a different training program, and it wasn't until this year that he decided to start showing me in dreams that it was time to start getting up to speed on a lot of this, what really goes on in global events. And it's not at all what we have thought it was. Um, if you're already in tune, then you know you already know what I'm talking about here, so this is probably... You know, it won't be too much useful, too too useful for you. But those who don't, or those who are new, um, I, I'm hoping to give you a good enough uh, coverage of this, so you at least have a good starting point. But I'm really focusing on perceptions, and I'm calling this perceptions matrix. Um, <clears throat> so back to the movie, The Matrix. Um, it's basically about mind control on a global basis, global scale, and. Um, there's a comment made at the end of the fourth movie that I just watched. Uh, this guy who's very much an evil figure who's on the side of maintaining mind control, um, he makes a really good point at the end. And he says, most people would rather be controlled. Most people would rather be told what to do. Most people don't want to think for themselves and find out what's really going on. And that's, that is unfortunately the truth. It doesn't matter whether you're dealing with the church realm or the global events realm or the stuff you see on the, quote, news, end quote, which is not news at all. It's propaganda and lies. Uh, whether it's from NASA, which is full of garbage, um, whether it's, uh, you know, anything you look at, it's, there's, there's mind control everywhere. Now, that's in the Bible, by the way, because it says in the Bible, the God of this world has blinded the minds of people. Um, when you're dealing with mind blinding, Jesus said that the God of this world was Satan. And when you're dealing with mind blinding and mind control, you're actually dealing with a satanic God realm warfare. Um if you're following what I keep saying repeatedly to follow uh, Apostle David E. Taylor, he teaches on all this. He's one of the only people I know that teaches extensively on things like satanic warfare and mind blinding and God realm warfare or uh, king demons or principality demons that rule regions. Uh, some of them rule countries and Aside from him, I don't know anyone else who teaches at that level. There may be other people here and there that deal with a part of that, but he's the only one that has the fullest uh, extent. And so that's why I keep um, posting links to resources and all that kind of thing, and why I keep mentioning these things in my own ebooks and uh, blogs and all that. So when you're dealing with global mind control, you're dealing with satanic warfare at the God realm level. Now, there's a whole God realm teaching you can get. Uh, from JMMI, 
And I have some of those links on my store page. So start there and then uh, just go straight to the uh, GMMI store page. You'll find all that. Just do a keyword search. Some of it is MP3 downloads. Some of it is actual physical products. There's books, eBooks also. Um, it's a huge, vast subject, but um, it all starts with satanic warfare at the God realm level. And um, <clears throat> so that's really where all this, because that's how you that's how you mind blind and mind control people on a global or a national level. You you it comes from that satanic warfare type thing. Um, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It starts small, but that keeps getting bigger, and it starts infiltrating more and more organizations and agencies, government agencies, and and the news media, and just goes everywhere. But it started off a long time ago at a small scale, and it just kept getting, it, it kept expanding. And so now we've had we've had such horrific. Uh, evil things going on all over the world underground. Uh, by the way, pay attention to what I've been posting about that in underground um, facilities. Um, and it's just such a huge topic. I could be here all day. Um, so you kind of have to first uh, approach this knowing that, you know, not only do we have uh, this kind of perceptions about false realities, on global events, but we have it on personal levels also. And um, so you have to realize that <clears throat> on a personal level, we all have filters that we've been programmed to believe. Like I say, it goes back to family upbringing. It goes to things like, uh, well, it's really everything. It's church programming. It's everything. And <clears throat> until you go back and try sorting all that out and go through a process. It's, it takes a long time. I mean, I'm still in the process. I'm not an expert at this by any means, but I'm still in the process. But I've been learning a ton about stuff that I was programmed with that I have to go back and erase and start over. Now, some of it on a personal level is just the people in your uh, your regular daily interactions or even like family members or whatever. And, and try it this way. Try telling people something that like I do with with global events and all that, try telling them what's really going on and watch their reactions. In some cases, they'll they can't even hear what you're saying because they're filtering everything out based on mind control programming that they already have. And I've been doing this for the, the whole year, sending stuff, uh, information constantly. Uh, for the most part, to certain people, friends and family, and I watch the response. And in most cases, it is almost like I'm talking to a wall. It's almost like I wasn't even there and I never even said anything to them. I swear they can't even hear or read what I'm saying because it, they're blinded to it. They they can't even, it's like, a, like it, yeah, it's like they don't even hear me. It's like I'm not even there. And I got so frustrated over the last few weeks uh, with Thanksgiving and Christmas family gatherings, it got so frustrating because here I've been sending them this stuff all year long. And then immediately the first thing out of their mouth, when they all get together, they say stuff that is complete opposite of everything I said. They don't even acknowledge anything, not even a hint that they even heard or read a single thing I sent them, not one. And I'm like, I don't know how this can be. This is, this is unbelievable. They, they completely, it's like I wasn't even there. <clears throat> this got so aggravating. It really caused a problem with me. Um, and But take this in, in other aspects, in any other area of life. If you're trying to talk to someone about any topic, 
usually it starts with matters of faith. You talk to people that don't believe God, they don't believe the Bible, they don't believe Jesus, nothing. And you try talking to them, or definitely people from false religions. They will not even hear anything you say because they're filtering it out based on extreme personal biases. And most of those biases are based on lies. It's not even it's based on deception. It's not even true. But you can't get through to them because there's so much mind control programming and so many biases. And a lot of it is negativity. Um, in some cases it is. Not always, but in some cases it is. Um, that to get through that is nearly impossible. And of course, you have to remember, again, you're dealing with God realm warfare, satanic warfare. Uh, and it's just, it's very hard to get through to that. So again, remember, you have to deal with this on a personal level. You deal with it on a national level, global uh, events and all that kind of thing. And so, uh, but there's a process um, that you go through and we all are in varying stages of that process. And um, so it's, like I say, it's huge. And there are, okay, now let's bring this down to the realm of faith and biblical truths. And uh, okay, remember how in the Bible it says God's ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. They are higher. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. Now, if you think about that and, and you really do a good study on everything that connects with that, um, you find out that 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 passage, I believe it's Isaiah 40, um, I believe and that, that passage is not a statement like a command that you're always going to be that way. It's not, it's not a limitation that is put on you by God. It's just a statement of fact. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. That's a statement of fact. That is not a limited command that it's always going to be that way. You can transform. It says in the Bible, be transformed. It also says be renewed in the spirit of your mind. There's all kinds of things that we have to go through a process of renewing our mind. So we come up to God's level. Of course, we're not ever going to reach his level. We're not going to be equal to him in any way. But there are so many levels of, of, of gap between where we are and where he is. There is much, much vast room for improvement as we can keep going higher and higher in our in becoming more like God. We're supposed to be like Jesus, right? Okay. <clears throat> so we we can start with that um and then God is higher than Jesus, so there's there's many le- there's many many levels and dimensions we can advance into. Um so <clears throat> that's just one. Now take it concerning faith. Uh you have to transform your your faith. Your faith can do many things. If you've read my Marvel Dreams Revelation ebook or the video series, if you watch those videos, you know that there are many, many things that your faith can do. Um, we see with the example of Peter that his faith for a very brief moment allowed him to walk on water. Um, those are the kind of things you can do. Uh, if you develop your faith enough, you can, you can do all kinds of things that you see the prophets in the Old Testament that Jesus did. We're supposed to do greater works than him. So most people aren't even equaling what he did. Uh, But we're supposed to be aiming much higher. And in order to do that, you must work very hard to transform your faith. Your faith can do a lot more than you would ever imagine. But there's a process you have to go through in order to get your faith to that level. And you already know if you've seen, if you read my Marvel Dreams ebook or the video series, you know the process I went through to get to the point where I'm at now 
um, where I know that I have the faith required to manifest certain marvelic abilities. I know I already have it because I went through that process and I explained how my dreams drastically started to change after I went through some very, really ugly situations. Um, and that was it was really ugly situations I went through, but they were the key I needed to to take my faith up to that level where I could work marvels. Um, now I'm not in the manifestation so much right now. I'm I'm still dealing with the revelations God gave me. Uh, but that's phase one. Phase two, as I mentioned, will be when these things start to come out. And in some ways, I don't think it'll take that much longer before I start seeing these things happen. I mean, I just recorded a new video on one of the latest Marvel abilities God just showed me. It was Christmas Eve. It was basically it was basically my first Christmas gift that I got on Christmas Eve. It was a few minutes before midnight. I had a dream uh, of a brand new ability that I have, and I put that in the video series. I'm going to update the Marvel Dreams ebook with that. Also, and a couple other things, I'm going to update. I'm going to call it Update Version uh, 1.2. Because 1.1 was when I, I modified the formatting slightly. The content didn't change, but the formatting did. Uh, and version 1.2 will be when I add the new content, especially with the uh, the new ability that I was shown. So anyway, uh, but you can do a lot with your faith, but you've got to transform your faith. And it's it's not easy. You have to, you have to be very, very uh, deliberate about this. And uh, there's all kinds of things I've told in the Marvel series uh, that I can't go into that here. It'll take forever, but I already have that explained. Um, so <clears throat> the video series is free. The ebook is a regular ebook price. And um, so I'm just saying, but you have to, in order to transform your faith, you've got to remove blinders. You've got to remove veils. You've got to change your perception. Um, your perception does you get here remember what i'm going to say this applies in every area your perception does not change reality around you most people think it does but it doesn't reality is what it is and most people don't even know what actually goes on around them because of mind control programming and being dumbed down thinking that say for instance a lot of people think there's a such thing as a science fiction movie there's not those are all 100% truth in plain sight. Some of them might be 99% truth in plain sight, but they are all truth in plain sight in various ways. Everything, you name it, it is everywhere. Um, <clears throat> and that's really what the Matrix movies are kind of trying to get you to realize. And whether those are <clears throat> made by evil people or made by good people trying to expose things, in the end, it doesn't matter because this, the bottom line is still true. Those are truth in plain sight. It doesn't matter whether there are evil people making those movies or whether they are good. It doesn't matter because either way, it shows truth in plain sight. So again, your perception of the world around you doesn't change what really goes on. It only changes your experience and the results you're going to get and whether you are a slave of a mind control system or whether you are on the other side, like like Neo in the Matrix, you're getting out of that. Um, I've talked extensively about how God delivered me from the satanic financial prison system of the world. Um, that is how God uh, put me through a process to develop Marvel faith. And in the United States where I live, uh, the one of the biggest bondages 
that we all have here is money. Uh, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his right way of doing things and all things will be added to you. That means everything. He did not say, seek first a job to pay your bills. Now, I've had jobs. I was in the military 20 years. We'll just call that a job. <laughs> and it was very much like anything else. You go to work for so many hours and you get paid a certain amount. It's very consistent and very predictable. But when God cancels all that on you and throws you out and tells you no more jobs, well, now you find out whether you really have any faith or not. And I found out that I did not, despite the fact that I had at the time spent 44 years in churches of all different kinds, Catholic, Protestant, Pentecostal. And and in most cases, after all those years, I found I had absolutely no faith of any useful kind at all. And it was shocking because God threw me into the deep end and it was like sink or swim. So I had to be very deliberate and spend massive amounts of time going through the entire Bible to find all the verses that I never knew that now I had to I had to learn how to stand on them. And it was the most scary experience I've ever had. Um, and so I went through that and that was several, well, it, it, the process started several years ago. And the really big, ugly situation I had was a year and a half ago. And so, like I say, Marvel Dreams series, I talk a lot about that. But <clears throat> it's, I'm just saying, there's a process you have to go through. And until you come out of that, until you put yourself through it, you're going to be living like everyone else, thinking that what you see in the world around you is reality. It's not. All that is is your perception. And your perception does not dictate what is true and what is not true. It only dictates your experience and whether you live like a slave, whether you live under a false reality, or whether you really actually know what's going on. Now, you could say, okay, so why does this matter? Why does it really matter what your perceptions are? Okay, go to Ezekiel. And it's in. It's actually, I think, in two different passages. It's in Ezekiel 3, and also it's in, the, in a later part of um, Ezekiel. I forgot which chapter. It's like chapter 30 or something, to 33, I don't remember. But he, it's in there. He, he's talking about how... Um, if you see someone doing something evil and you don't warn them, they will die with an eternal condemnation in hell. But their eternal position will be required of you because you didn't warn them, because you didn't care enough to warn them. So even though they're going to spend eternity in hell, so will you because you didn't warn them and it was your responsibility to warn them. Okay, that's I'm paraphrasing it, but if you go back and read in Ezekiel 3 and that one other place, it repeats it in there. Um, <clears throat> I'm not trying to say get legalistic about that because none of us can reach every single person in the world. You have to do everything by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Um, so if you're doing anything by legalism or fear and a reactionary type, that's totally wrong. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> so I'm not trying to make an extreme statement out of that, but there is a biblical principle that if you don't even know what's going on in the world, how are you going to help people uh, get out of all the stuff that's been going on? Now, now, why does this matter? Well, do you really know the extent of human trafficking? And do you really know the extent of what happens underground? Um, do you really know how horrific these things are? And that's just one example. Do you really know what a mind control slave and this financial prison we've all been 
led to believe is true and it's not. Jesus never said to do any of that stuff. Again, um, if you seek first the kingdom of God and God's righteous way of doing things, all things will be added. Now, there's a process to go through, but I'm just saying that totally contradicts what we have been programmed to believe about financial income and financial provision. God's system is completely opposite of the world. You are not in a prison in God's system. The principles are completely different. <clears throat> now, if you don't even care about these things, then you have to you you have to uh, look for another problem. If you don't even care, it's because most of the time it's because you're selfish. All you care about is what makes you happy and what makes you feel good and live in a comfortable child babyish condition. You're basically a spiritual baby if you are in that state. Um, maybe a spiritual child, but you're definitely not at the fully mature sonship state. You're definitely not operating as a king in God's kingdom at all. You're at the most immature level if all you care about is yourself and making yourself happy, and you can't be bothered to find out what's really going on. Um, because when you do find out what's going on, now you realize you have a responsibility. And God shows us we all have a responsibility to to be aware and know what's going on and do something about it. Nowhere are we told to turn our brain off and be lazy and sloppy and careless. We're not allowed. Jesus said, a wicked and lazy servant. That applies in many ways. A wicked and lazy servant. Um, to be lazy and to be selfish is wickedness. It also says in Proverbs 28, talks about... Um, and, and Revelation 21, they're totally different passages, but they both have the same message that to live in fear is wickedness. To be bold and courageous is godliness. And you need to know also in, in Acts, the apostles in the early church, they recognized they were not bold. They did not have enough boldness. They were being intimidated by the government. Does that sound familiar? They're being intimidated by the government and the people who are persecuting them, and they prayed and asked God for all boldness. If you don't have all boldness, then you're going to find yourself in the fear category, the timidity category. You can't do anything in God's kingdom. If you're fearful and timid, it is impossible. You must be bold as a lion. And we're not taught that enough, but that's how you have to be because you cannot advance the kingdom of God and and destroy the works of the devil if you're not aggressive and bold. You have to be aggressive. You have to be bold. If you're timid, if you're always concerned about the opinions of people and what your friends think and all this stuff, then you're completely incapable of doing anything in God's kingdom. That's why God is very specific about fear. And he says, the first in Revelation 21, it's the first on the list of people being thrown into hell are the fearful. Um, <clears throat> you, you can't do anything in God's kingdom if you're run by fear. And that uh, fear and passivity, you know, all that. So I'm just saying this is a huge, big topic um, with this whole perceptions matrix stuff and how we have to get out of that. We have to recognize what's going on. We have to go through the hard process of being transformed and being renewed in the spirit of our mind. And you have to learn how to confront. The kingdom of God message is a confrontational message. Um, one of the best movies that illustrates that is a Marvel movie, Black Panther. And you see how there are basically two people that had to fight for the position of king over the nation of Wakanda. That is how it is in the spiritual sense in the kingdom of God. Uh, the devil is extremely aggressive. 
he hates people because we're made in God's image and because God threw him out of heaven because of his arrogant attitude. And so he he's down here trying to murder everyone he can. He'll make you think he's on your side for a short time and give you things that make you feel good. But in reality, when he's done with you, he's going to kill you like everyone else. Um, so he's a liar. We know that he's a liar. He's a he's the originator of all deception. And so <clears throat> I'm just saying, in order to defeat him and his works, you must be confrontational. That means you first have to learn the kingdom of God message. It's not being taught in most churches. They a lot of them uh, will say the word kingdom of God, the term, but they are really just talking church principles. The way the kingdom of God operates and the way the church operates are in many ways the opposite. Uh, the church only exists to deal with sin. But the kingdom of God is about advancing the kingdom of God, regardless of how many problems you may have, you're still Jesus still made you to be a king. When he died on the cross, he did many things. And making you a king was just one of those. In addition to salvation, but there's many things he accomplished on the cross. Um, <clears throat> so, if you're not being confrontational, then you're not even a king. If you're not finding ways to destroy the works of the devil, because Satan has a kingdom just like God does. God, God has a kingdom. It's really the empire of God. That was established billions of years ago, and Satan was in heaven for a very long time. We don't even know how long before God threw him out because he became prideful. Um, So we don't know, but we do know that Satan was up there in heaven for a very long time. He knows the kingdom system. So when God threw him out, he created his own kingdom system, a polar opposite right down here. And so uh, anything in the realm of demons and Satan is a kingdom. You're fighting a kingdom. You can only fight that from the position as a king, not the position of a church person. That's a priest. Priests do not fight. Kings do. Priests deal with uh, a whole different matters in the church. Kings go out and make war. You can see that in the Old Testament. That's very clear. The priests were not allowed to fight. But kings and soldiers and all that, they were and they were required to fight. We are required to fight. Our kingship position is first. Our priestly position is second. And it always has been that way. Um, you, you can tell a person who knows what the kingdom of God is in a matter of minutes or less based on how they talk. If they're not talking according to true kingdom of God principles, the more you get to know them, you can find it. You can discern that in instantly, whether they actually know what they're talking about or if they're really just talking church stuff but using the word kingdom and they have no idea what they're talking about. It's really easy to sort that out once you go through the, the kind of learning the last almost seven years now that I've been in the real kingdom of God training process. So, okay. <clears throat> um Anyway, again, perceptions matrix, uh, we filter things out by our perceptions, which were many times programmed into us before we even knew what was happening. It deals with personal matters. It deals with national matters, global matters, matters of faith, everything. Perceptions. Perceptions drive everything, but it does not change the world around you. The only way you change the world around you is when you eliminate all the false biases and all that kind of thing. You find out what is true whether it's in matters of faith, whether it's in matters of uh, personal interactions. When people say certain things to you, do you react or do you actually hear what they're saying? Um, And observe what happens to people around you. 
when you're trying to get through to them and they can't even hear you, they block you out, their their mind is actively programmed against you, like the whole experience I had the last this whole past year with people in my family. And um, so, like I say, there's, there's a personal level, there's there's national global levels, there's matters of faith, and you got to go through that process. And the more you do, the more you're going to be transformed. Like the Bible says, you'll be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You'll begin to see what's actually true. And the more you do, the more effective you are in actually going after and recognizing what is of Satan in the world and how we have been living in a prison bondage-like system and we are constantly under mind control from every direction you can possibly imagine. The more you go through the process of learning that, the more you're going to find out it's true. And then you can then you can be an instrument to change the world. But until you go through that, you can't be because you're still operating under lies and deception. And you're still being an instrument of this satanic mind control programming that has gone over the entire world in many ways. So... Okay, this is really the starting point, what I call the perceptions matrix. And um, <clears throat> I think this is, I'm going to keep coming back to this, and I'll just point people back and say, just go back and, and listen to that podcast. And uh, this will be the starting point. So anytime something comes up, I'm just going to go back and say, go back and listen to the perceptions matrix podcast. This is going to be like a foundational, even though it's kind of all over the place. And uh, I didn't want to get too much into the details on any one thing because this we could be here forever talking about this. But I needed to get this out just as a baseline starting point, and I believe I'm going to develop it at, uh, as time goes on. So anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Uh, thanks for joining my email list and, and my social media platform outlets, channels, and all that kind of thing. And uh, thanks for sending me dreams. For those who have, I'm still doing that. Uh, always check uh, on my dream options uh, request page to see if I'm on or off. I do go off every now and then uh, for a short period of time. Usually it could be a, a couple of weeks or whatever because I may just need to just do other things. And uh, But always check that. And I, I always send updates now. I always put uh, a little comment, or usually I put a comment about my status on or off and my email subscriber list that I've generally been sending emails out almost every week now. I put global event summaries there. I, I talk about whatever um, blog topic uh, I've had to write about or anything going on, if I have new eBooks or anything like that or anything big. Um, I'm trying to do that because I like to get more interaction from people. And the more I do that, uh, it just seems to be more effective that way. One time uh, earlier this year, someone told me I go quiet for long periods of time. And um, that was when I was only emailing uh, out to everyone on my list, like once every three months. And this summer, I got the clue that I could be much more effective uh, and have better uh personal interaction responses if I would do more like a weekly basis. And I just happen to like that. It gives me something to do. Um, that's I'm, It makes me feel like I'm making better contact with people. So anyway, okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. That's very helpful. Um, and uh, okay, God bless. And uh, almost the new year, 2022. Okay, God bless. Hi, everybody. It's Chris Michaels. I had a brilliant idea for 2022. While I'm experimenting with sponsor ads for my podcasts, I realized I should be sponsoring myself. So in case you did not already know, I have my own line of digital products on my website, chrismichaels.com. I have four eBooks that deal very heavily with how God speaks in dreams, including from the basic beginner level to the intermediate where I deal with common dreams 
and advanced level with marvelic supernatural abilities and finding your God intended purpose. I also have video channels and now this new podcast series, in addition to text to speech audio blogs in podcast format. Additionally, when available, I interpret dreams using biblical Christian principles and methods as I have since 2015. If you have not already, head on over to chrismichaels.com and get familiar with all my content. If you have dreams for me to interpret, check my dream request contact page for my availability and alternate options if I am temporarily unavailable. If you have general questions, you can submit those using the contact page instructions. You can also sign up for my email list where I give regular updates on prophetic news and global events, dream interpreting, and the latest in my ongoing saga of the global energy tech breakthrough as shown to me in many of my own dreams. Thanks very much for stopping by. I look forward to hearing from you if you'd like. And thank you for your support. God bless.